This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Hey, good listeners. Welcome back to another episode of SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. And what I meant to say was welcome back to the vertical watering hole as well. Also, um, it's, we're in season five. I don't have the intro down yet. <laughs> right. My name is Sarah. Hi, and I'm Tori. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. We're chilling here at the vertical watering hole. Um, you know, uh, watching, watching this show, this is my, this is my, this is my one show now I'm really learning this. Yeah. The one show that I'm watching, uh, consistently, uh, it's lovely. I, I, we're here to, we're here for comfort. Mm -hmm. You know, this is also my one show by myself. I am watching friends, but only with my husband who had never (laughs) seen friends before. Which is strange. Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Ooh, although I guess I have been watching a little bit of rewatching Downton Abbey. Oh, you know what? It makes me feel I good. finished watching when the attorney and I think her name is Mary, Mary. were kissing in the snow. And as oh, far yeah. as I'm concerned, that's how that story ends. I was like, that's great. I never want to see another oh, fucking second oh, of no, this show. No, 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 no. That is how it ends for me. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, there's so That's how much. it ended in the dimension I'm from before I woke up in this weird one. <laughs> <laughs> that is the that is the loveliest timeline. Yeah. Oh man. Um, all right. Well, but no, we're here. We're here, folks, for Stargate SG1, and this week we have season five, episode two, Threshold. Or, or I would say last week we had season. Five, episode one, getting his body back. And now we have part two, getting his mind back. Ah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. I mean, threshold. I, hmm, I guess that makes sense. But I like episode two, hospice care by candlelight. <laughs> okay. What is better? Um, episode two, sarcophagi will do that. Or sarcophagi gonna sarcophagi. Oh, yeah, I like that one. Yeah. The first one was a quote from McNeil, but the second one seems better. No, that's great. Um, you know, I, I had episode two. Uh, we learn the insult, quote, unquote, that really gets under Daniel Jackson's skin. <laughs> Woman. <laughs> <laughs> My only other one is 99% sure Hopkins is dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, no, I, I mean, I only had a couple other ones. Episode two, uh, our Who is Teal'c's Best Friend game is over. Colon, I know! We can no longer play it. We Solved. can, but we'll talk about that Solved. later. And finally, oh, okay, uh, finally, episode two, Once a Shova, Always a Shova. Okay, I do have one more. Oh, yeah. Where's your God now, Teal? Ooh. That was good. That was a good Braytac line. <laughs> He's got some good lines in this one. You know, I, I you know, I, 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 I've softened up for Braytac, kind of, not, not totally. 
Listen, I have a uh, just I wondered while watching this episode. Do you like real Stargate fans like Braytac? Yes. I re. How do you know? From their Facebook posts. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. There's a couple of Braytac stands in there. Yeah. And not much pushback in the comments. Interesting. You know, maybe uh, SG1 fans just aren't argumentative. So somebody's like, I love Braytac. And everyone's like, other people are like, I don't, but I don't have anything to say about that. From what I can tell, that is the case. There's not, there's, oh. there's, there's not the, the descent into depravity and evil in most comments, in most oh. fa Facebook groups. It's all pretty chill. So this is a nice show with nice people who listen to it. <laughs> or watch it, not yeah, this. I it, mean, yeah, yeah. I will know. So with those, so this is a nice <laughs> show with nice fans, and that is why the people who have messaged us have been fucking incredibly nice. Yeah, and now, yeah. and th now we've entered the fucking chat. Let's go. Let's tear. Let's this, go. Let's tear this episode. God, apart. I hate Ray Tack and I also hate Van Jackson. Ugh. <laughs> but folks, this is a comfort podcast. That's, That's right. So we won't do that. We'll never talk like that. Well, again. no, it comforts us. We're we're gonna find the the point one percent of Stargate fans who are also like uh, want to hear this. Let's go, Corey. Who directed it? Was it Peter DeLuise? Yes, yes, it was. First uh, episode for season five. Peter. Uh, uh, the writer was Brad Wright, the showrunner. Oh, so yeah. this is a showrunner feature. And also, weirdly. Well, I don't know if it's weirdly. I don't know if it just started this season, but MacGyver is one of the executive producers. Has he always been an executive producer? Well, yeah. I feel like this was, maybe I'm wrong, but I kind of feel like this was the beginning of the era where like if a show ran for a certain number of seasons and you were like a star cast member, you got to start getting like the, I'm an executive producer and then you get producer royalties or some shit. Now, if he'd been on MacGyver and then he was on this show from season one, he would have been an EP. I don't know. That's kind of just my general. That's what I think I noticed. Not <laughs> something I know or researched. <laughs> that was based on some observations. I got you. Uh, um, all right. Well, all right. All right. Well, you know, let's uh, uh, let's let's we shouldn't really get into uh, this episode. Episode two. Oh, it's your turn, though. Uh, it's my turn. Um, take my Gouldy out and uh, put me, give, make me pass the threshold. I've got 24 seconds to summarize you do. this. Uh, or this we're all going to blow up. But at least we're going to have created some artificial tension. Love it. Who's ready? It doesn't matter. Go. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah. Teal's being a dick. He's still a dick. Super brainwashed. Braytac comes in. He's got an idea. He's got to go through some fucking cognitive restructuring or something without his Gouldy. He's going to die. We have lots of flashbacks. Teal's backstory. He eventually makes it back. And he's like, I'm, I'm back, guys. And they're like, great. Braytac, did you work at all in this episode? And Wow. With three seconds to spare, you saved us all. Sweet. Um, all right. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Let's, you know, let's really get in here. All right. Let's get in here. Let's talk about the very beginning here where we've got um, Dr. Dipshit who <laughs> thinks he's deprogrammed. He's super confident that he's deprogrammed. Tail. He's like, I've done it. Everybody come check it out. And I'm watching <laughs> it and I'm like going, <clears throat> Tilk looks crazy. Like Tilk looks fucking actually crazy. And 
I there's way too much. There's like a an, a scary amount of smiling. Oh like, yeah. If you were walking down the streets in France, anywhere, smiling like that, everybody would be giving him a super wide berth. Like what the fuck? Um, here people would just probably be like, smile at him back. But yeah, he looks like the bullshit face from before. Well, well, um, well. You know, I had a question. I was like, I mean, like, are they re- are are they just like it? Is he on? Is he in on some sort of like ruse? Are they like fucking with Tilk in a way, right? Because yeah. like I was like, there's no way Doctor McKenzie looks at this man and and is like, good to go. We did it. You, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It. He's like, I realized, Doc. You've you've told me all the things. Yeah, 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 buddy. Yeah. See, guys, I'm really I did my job. Here we go. Like, no way. Let me ask you this, Tori. Have you ever seen Dr. McKenzie before? <laughs> uh, no, no. Yeah. He, is he the base psychiatrist? Do you think you're ever going to fucking see him again? Wait, what? Wait. <laughs> no one ever <laughs> needs to go and see him after this point? Holy I don't know. This is like, what, the year 2000, 2001? Nobody needs <laughs> mental health is for cares for like pussies and losers. It's like the year 2001. And, and, and we... for brainwashed freelance contractors of the military. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but once he's good, get out of here, Dr. McKenzie. I know. But I mean, if anything, he seems like Duble brainwashed. Like he's like brainwashed on top. Like that doctor didn't unbrainwash him. He just like added a layer. He's like air freshener that doesn't clean the air. Like it still smells like poop in your bathroom, but <laughs> orange poop. That's all this guy is. He's not the stuff that the odor neutralizing spray at all. Well, so O'Neill's like, well, all right, let him, let him out. And so they let him go, and he and he's like, oh, th- "Thank you, my friend, my best now I'm friend." Now fucking Neil. kill you. <laughs> well, no, he, like he follows the ruse, and then Br- he sees Braytac, and he's like, "Hey, oh, yeah, that's right." And Bray and Braytac's not going to take any of this shit. Oh, but no. Okay, look so straight into his eyes. I was like, "Ugh, Braytac," but then I was like, "At least he's sharp. He's the only one who can like look at Teal and go like." Ooh, God, something's not right. Uh, yeah, yeah, every, like, anyway. it's so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys think, you guys have been playing your, the best friend game around each other? Any of you? No. <laughs> yeah. You don't know shit. But then, but but I, but so, Tilk runs away from Braytac, and this is why I was like, maybe this was all a thing, because Daniel and Sam are straight up ready with the Zat gun acro- around mm-hmm. the corner. And I'm like, were yeah. they just there the whole time? Just in case. I think they were just like a precaution. Oh, well, good. Well, that's good. That's I don't think they, they were like, okay, we definitely know he's not better, but wouldn't it be fun if we could zat him one more time? <laughs> like, what are they, what would anyone be mad at Teal for? He's like the, the one guy at work who's never pissed you off. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So yeah, nope. That is that a runes. He is better not do anything wrong for like 24 hours or he's like, what happens if like, okay. Um, is this Zat gun rules we're talking yeah. about? Now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, made up ones, but like, what happens if, like, okay, so Sam has to zat him, right? And then she has to go to the bathroom. So she's out of the room and she doesn't feel like giving a full report. She's just going to the bathroom. And then Braytac shows up and he's like, oh, fuck. And he zats him, thinking he's the first one zatting him. Mm-hmm. Then he's dead. No, no. These yeah. things are really fucking dangerous to fucking shoot each other with. Yeah, yeah, no, you, you, you got to keep count, you know? Yeah. But the whole, yeah, I, I guess there has to be a day's, uh, 24 hours? 
yeah, that's good. Oh, hey, good number. Oh, yeah. 24 hours. It all resets. You can shoot them again. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Which Braytac does, you know, zats him and... Uh, and rips out his little... It just uh, immediately. Yeah, and those things are so Resident Evil. And here's my thing about the Goulds. Okay, they are so calm and collected and, like, ice cold when they are in a host. Why are there such little squealy, yeah. corny little bitches when they're not now in a host? motherfucker! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, calm down. Like, where's your dignity? Well, they <laughs> Hey, look, they're not comfortable in their own skin, obviously. You know, they're like, oh, look at makes, us. Yeah. We're little fucking like parasites. This is disgusting. Yeah, this yeah. is horrible. We're you only know? comfortable in your skin. Yeah, literally. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, after credits, uh, we're in the briefing room. We're talking uh, about saving teal, but not everyone has the same idea about what saving is. Well, Bray Jack, he, yeah, he lets loose. He's like, look, you know, your deprogramming sucks. I, I met Dr. McKenzie. He, he's an asshole. The guy's fucking stupid. Where did he go to school? Anyway, let's do let's do Mal Shireen. Shireen. Mal Shireen. Shit. I actually finally wrote one of the fucking words down and I said it wrong anyway. All your options suck. You know, a shitty mall watch is not going to sway him now. Nor beers on the in, at your home on your futon, O'Neal. Well, yeah, Mal Shireen. I love it. Great text. Like, I mean, I've done it twice and like literally it's never worked before. So yeah. it's probably not even really a thing. We're probably just going to kill him because <laughs> it's literally we don't. It's never, ever worked before. Um, But hey, it's the, I, I don't understand how you're like, this has never worked before, but it's totally a thing. Yeah. yeah. It's not a made up word. Mal Shireen. No, no, it's a, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, I promise. <laughs> We just don't know, yeah, what the end looks like. Actually, we do. They all die. Are you guys ready? Trust me. Trust yeah. me. And he's like, you know, it's going to be really painful for him, but like, I wouldn't want him to live like this, but I do want him to die the worst death possible. Because <laughs> there's like a 99.9% chance this is going to kill him. I mean, I guess, is that a is that a horrible death? I mean, I guess so, as we see it later in the thing. Because mm-hmm. they talk about how much pain he's in and break tax. Like, the pain is what makes the whole thing work, except it doesn't work. But he's got to be in pain in case, just in case it works. I'm just trying to re- I'm just trying to remember if like because it's happened before where he didn't have a goal ruled and it didn't seem like the rules seem a little amorphous. Like mo- I, I thought they just got sick. Mm-hmm. Like I think the last time he just got he, he just gets ill and goes unconscious the last time he didn't have Gouldie in there. Yeah. And I don't feel like he gets to like, yeah, this was, I agreed. I was just like, you know, my memory is super vague about fucking everything, but I was kind of like, this doesn't seem like what it was before. And then, and well, then it got me thinking, like, I was like, I wonder if they're going to get into how exactly the brainwashing happened, which I guess they sort of say, because he's like, oh, the sarcophagi, I can't even say sarcophagus anymore. The (laughs) sarcophagus. The sarcophagus. (laughs) Can I just say, like, that seems lazy to me. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because he is he is full on immersed in uh I mean, I feel like a real dick, like watch like looking at somebody else's work when I don't have any work out there. Even (laughs) even if I did, I'd still feel like a dick going, that just seems lazy. But it does. Like, what? The sarcophagus has a whole brainwashing setting. What? And apparently a very powerful one. I has what since when bullshit? No. Well, yeah, and what a powerful tool. What a powerful tool to use. And why not just then use it for everybody? Yeah, all, like, the, all the Jaffa have to go in there yeah. every now and again. 
like make them just fucking rabid weirdos like teal kids now like the, the ghoul don't care if it's actual reverence like uh which one was it set in like season oh, yeah, two yeah yeah, yeah he and didn't care the cult the cult members weren't actually reverent cult members they were just drug yeah <laughs> so, and he was like great <laughs> this is <laughs> compliance is compliance right <laughs> all right anyway mm. yeah i don't know anyway so 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 teal is now symbiote free in the infirmary in like some old school leather, <laughs> like not even like the new, new Velcro kind of hospital straps. He is like tied down in those old school, like leather straps like yeah. he's about to <laughs> fucking be lobotomized or something or like electroshock therapy to death. But I phrase is just like, Oh, no fucking way. We're not doing this. Well, yeah. Well, she's like, look, first of all, someone took all the candles out of his room. Oh, I know. I was medical like, unit. Can they even breathe in there? They're essentially in a cave with a bunch of lit, like, like a shit fucking a hundred lit candles. <laughs> and I feel like Teal'c is going to wake up at some point and be like, um, did you guys not go in my room? <laughs> Everything, all this I can stand, but that, no. Either that or they didn't go in his room and somebody had to make a run to like 15 different TJ Maxx's to get all of their candle holders. Uh, well, yeah, I guess they're, they're going to start. You know, mm-hmm. uh, bright tech starts. He's like, all right, let's, yeah, we're going to get, he's going to start having flashbacks. It's going to get crazy up in here. Um, I'll, I'll start insulting. Well, he actually, yeah, they kind of insult each other for a little bit. Yeah. Teal calls him a Shulva. And I was like, did bright tech stop being undercover? I don't remember when that happened. Is it just because Teal knows he's mm. a Shulva or is it like everyone knows is bright tech on the run? Cause it sounds like it was really fucking hard for them to find him and get him there. Even though every place, but all of earth is located like on top of a fucking stargate. How hard could it have been? Cause later he's like, oh, I'm so tired from my travels. And I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like taking 20 steps into a stargate. Sure. Hey, where the fuck was he? He's 287 years old, you know? All right. Uh, I thought he was 100, 187. 187. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Only 187. I got he that arbitrary like, number wrong. I'm so sorry. He should be like doing laps. Well, yeah, no. So we get the start, the first of several flashbackings. Yeah, which is great because in this one, we find out that Chulak is an exile planet. And that makes so much fucking sense to me. Because Teal, because I missed that. Of, I totally missed oh, that. Oh, when Teal is so apop, is like, oh, um, like Braytac takes three warriors in front of apop, saying they did excellent, and Teal is one of them, and he's the one that apop's like, I like the looks of this one. What's his deal? And then he starts talking about like, who's he's like, who's your dad? Who's your daddy? And I'm like, that's a weird question, but he says who his dad was, and that he was murdered for bullshit. Yeah. And um, gets in a little bit of trouble. But he also, in the course of that, says, after he was murdered for bullshit, my whole family was exiled to Chulak. And I was like, so nobody likes Chulak, right? (laughs) Wait a second. (laughs) The only other thing about this scene, you know, they they sort of maybe sort of tried to de-age Braytac, but not really. You know, (laughs) basically just looks the same. Yeah. And uh, this real quick apophysis, uh, his his fashion sense has definitely gotten better. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, what is he playing? Is he going trick or treating as a Jaffa later? I don't know. <laughs> 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 he look, he look, he's, he's in like some like 
the battle angel anime shit. <laughs> there was this there was this anime phase around this time. Jesus. So yeah, but I guess you know yeah we're going to be going through all a bunch of Teal'c memories, some uh, some choice points in his in his last few years. Yeah, and and because it's going to take a long time and. Again, Braytac is so tired from his journey that McNeil is like, hey, Carter, why don't you send him to the VIP room? And I'm like, good. I hate Braytac. And he has to go stay in the fucking VIP room, which we all know sucks. 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 Oh, Jesus. Well, yeah, no, this is this is kind of fun. Braytac, he has a, he has kind of a good monologue. He's like, you know, look, this is I know it looks horrible, but really, this is the only thing. It's going to be really horrible. Anyway, I'm going to go to sleep, take a nap. You guys, but you guys, <laughs> you guys should stay. You guys are so important. Do you can my plan. Hear you. Yeah. yeah. I'll see you, you later. Guys do it. <laughs> um, yeah. And so Sam is walking with him and he does more of this kind of convincing her one-on-one in the hallway. And then they pause and they're talking. And for dramatic effect, he ends their conversation by walking away. Yeah. And I'm all, where the fuck is he going? She is taking him to the VIP room because he doesn't know where it is. <laughs> Just like walks away. <laughs> well, well, well. He felt uncomfortable because she, she, uh, she started hitting on him a little. Um, okay. So yeah, he was like, "No, that's weird." She um, does have weird taste. So. Yeah. <laughs> one hundred eighty. You look pretty good for one hundred eighty-seven years old. Oh yeah, she did like you're the best looking one hundred eighty-seven year old I've ever seen. Oh yeah, she did like, like a little flick with her hair, right? Yeah. yeah, that is as flirty as she's ever been. We also learn in that conversation because this again sort of amorphous we learn how jaffa die or like one way that they die is the symbiote just stop latching they won't latch anymore right no, no. they're just like <laughs> they're like ew this one's old this one, <laughs> they're don't. basically they're hollywood think think the opposite of sam carter we do not enjoy this uh <laughs> none of us have daddy issues oh my god sam carter was totally hitting on freight <laughs> You are so right. He's the only person remotely old enough. We cut back to Teal'c. Right, right, right. Where Daniel and O'Neill are, I don't know, g- gunning for first. We have an, a, a very significant moment approaching. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 yes. I, oh, I got you. Well, O'Neill goes first. After Daniel can't think of anything to say. Wait, hang on. Isn't Daniel's job? He's the comms guy. That's his whole fucking deal. Like he he's thought the, of plenty to say the last few episodes. He's like, oh, we surrender. Yeah, I don't know. Was he uncomfortable? Did he feel uncomfortable? Like, I don't Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. I thought it was weird. Yeah. Because I always thought weird. that he thought that he was Tilk's best friend. Well, yeah. So this is what I wondered. Okay, so here's what happens is is mcneil is like i was getting I was, I was leaving this for you but we've waited a long time to yeah get yeah there. no no yeah you you, you take this one <laughs> all right so best friend that's the thing mcneil says as your best as friend your and he best qualifies friend. it he says at least here like your earth best friend oh does he uh, he says something like that yeah but and and he keeps going and i'm like wait why why can't Daniel Jackson be in the shot? I want to see his fucking reaction to this. But then here's what I really noticed. This was my takeaway. Your takeaway is we're done with the game. They're best friends. No, 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 no. What we got was I'm your best friend. So we still don't know who McNeil's best friend is. 
You know, because I've have you ever known those You're people right. where like You're multiple right. people are like, that's my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they never kind of commit to who their best friend is. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As your yeah. best friend. Yeah. Right, right, right. So I just want to know, did Daniel Jackson flinch? Well, shot? <laughs> and I was kind of like, I expected Teal to like wake up right then there and be like, all right, the ruse is up. I just wanted to know if I was your best friend. <laughs> yeah. And and I'm fine. But then McNeil would have been like, I didn't say you were my best friend. Yeah, oh. And then he would have gone right back like, oh, oh well, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Shock. Cream. I'm a double agent. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing about that is I love I love that this is O'Neill's thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's what he focuses on. The yeah. just the fact that he's like, all that time, all that time. Your your double agenting sucks, dude. I know. Like that's that what so he focuses cool. on. <laughs> that was a good tactic, right? To be like, well, then you're the worst double agent ever because you did not accomplish shit. Yeah, you didn't do yeah, you didn't do anything. You didn't sabotage a fucking thing on our side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you were very convincing as me being your best friend. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why you're not my best friend. That's what... <laughs> okay. Well, and, and this is where I was like, so we get another flashback. And mm-hmm. we also, we, we learn about the sleeping quarters of the Jaffa, at least on like the shit, very dorm-like. Oh God. I bet it just, when you wake up in the morning and all it smells like is breath. Bre- <laughs> well, that's, that's a kind assumption. <laughs> <laughs> breath and ass <laughs> yeah yeah leather sweaty leather right oh well no you know this is it's kind of nice it's kind of nice seeing the back the you know the uh the backstage of the jaffa life right yeah they're just like stacked bunks on bunks on bunks you know it's nice to get the origin of teal's doubting of a pop and like it doesn't really all come from bray tech it, it yeah. comes from the fact that he it, it, A-pop almost fucking kills him with that hand laser beam for standing up for, for loving his dad and standing up for his dad. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? What kind of God is an asshole? Yeah. As if he's never noticed this guy's an asshole before. He's like, what a dick. I don't think that's right. That guy's not God. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Well, and another fellow Jaffa Valar. Valar. Velour. Yeah, he's like, don't, don't speak, don't talk such talk. I well, he's like, Yeah, what kind of God would not like, you know, daddy loving that came out wrong? And he's like, <laughs> and Vilar, Who's your daddy? He did say, Who's your daddy? Basically. And Velar is like, Your God, your God doesn't like That's it. That's right. So your God doesn't like it. So deal with it. So deal with it. And then he wakes up. And what does he say? Oh, I'm all better. Hey, what's up, guys? Oh, I'm well, all better. Untie me now. Even before that. O'Neal? Valar. Oh, right. My oh, I thought that was when he was going under. He was saying Valour. Was that when he was coming out? Oh, I guess it could have been. Because while he's under, I feel like they're like, what did he say? And McNeil's like, I think he said Valour. And Daniel's like, the fabric? No, no. It's switched. Oh, it's switched? Yeah. Daniel's like, Valour. God, I thought he was supposed to be the language guy. I can kind of see why Michael Shanks was like, what the fuck is going on with my character? <laughs> Does he, yeah. Is he an expert in this at all? An expert in anything? Like, is he a new guy every episode or we're like even halfway through an episode? Like he's an incompetent boob halfway through an episode. He turns into like a fucking Marine. <laughs> What's happening? Like make him a thing that I can like, he's like, it's like a full schizophrenic situation. It's very confusing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but you know, but yeah, but Tilk's like, oh yeah, he was my best friend. 
Yeah. Like, oh my yeah. god. Like is that what's is that what's holding him back, right? Well, and DJ says like what happened to Velour, which is a really good question around 2001. Um what did happen to Velour cuz I think it was like nothing. And then it was like an explosion of like full body Velour. <laughs> He's like, what happened to Velour? Why am I seeing it literally everywhere? I cannot find loungewear that's not Velour. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, Daniel Jackson. It'll come back. <laughs> no, it is back. I'm saying at this moment, it's too much. Well, yeah, till you know, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm all better. Um, oh, my brother Daniel Jackson, my friend O'Neill, he's just blindly just sending out the best friend energy everywhere. And he's it's like, just, you're all my best friend. Like, yeah. I can't even like, you're my best friend. You're my best friend. You're my untie me, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good. Yeah, again, again, O'Neill's like, nah, nah, nah. And so T- Tilk just goes full beast mode. Well, it's funny. He's like, you know what Braytac's trying to do, right? You know what he's trying to do? He's trying to kill me, you you idiots. You goddamn idiots. Like, yeah. he's just straight up trying to kill me. Because he's Chauvin. Uh, you know. Yeah. Like, he's deceiving right. you guys. Right? Again, he's not He's not the best double agent. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. He would make a really shit like, double agent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we, don't we slip into another? We had him talking little... about Braytac sends him into uh, a warrior training with Braytac in some, on a snowy planet. Yeah, yeah, shirtless in the snow. And yeah. I'm just like, I will say, I do like these. I continue to like these odd little helmets that seem like they're not going to do much good because if something dents them, it's also going to dent your fucking skull. There's like nothing, <laughs> there's no space between the helmet and your head. But- I like them. No padding. Um, you absolutely cannot have hair. Like, like how does, like, Ryak has hair, his son. How does Ryak wear one of those weird little helmets? Mm. Like, I guess maybe you just, everyone has to go full Bruce Willis. Um, anyways, I was really glad I'm not a warrior because this looked like it sucked. Oh, well, well, you know, it's, it's all part of a warrior's training, right? You know, uh, exactly. some stat, yeah. some staff play. Although they, I mean, the challenge is Braytac and Braytac's like, oh, all right, look, pup, you know, you, you don't mm-hmm. want any of this action. And he does. And so they do some, uh, well, I think they might've replaced accidentally mis- misplaced the final shot that they got with the, uh, the three quarter time fight rehearsal, but that's cool. Oh, really? It's fine. It's fine. It I, looks good. I think that, um, Tilt goes a little bit Luke Skywalker here. Oh, because <laughs> he, he's a little bit of a like, I know everything now kind of bratty. And he gets his ass whooped real bratty fast. Luke, and yeah. Braytac's like, should I kill you? Because I get to choose. He did. I love how he's like, should I kill you? Should I kill you? He's like, the choice is mine. Because usually people are like, the choice is yours. I love how he's like, Mm-mm. <laughs> this is mine, motherfucker. <laughs> well, yeah. And he, yeah. You want to get trained or should I just kill you? You decide, asshole. Well, while in this, you know, this, this state over him, Braytac, even at this point, Braytac's giving him the godless propaganda. Yeah. You know, and he's, he's, you know, not super direct about it. He's just like, do you think that A-pop is going to save you from me killing you right now? And he's like, yep. And he's like, no, dumbass. (laughs) He can't see this happening right now. Mm -hmm. Like you gotta, you can't go into battle thinking. First of Ooh. all, no, no shit, because everybody going into battle, these battles thinks that you think thinks they have a God on their side. Yeah. And people are dying left and right. And people who follow APOP die. So why would Teal believe that 
being a follower of A-pop would keep him from dying in battle. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, Teal definitely comes off as like somebody who just has not bothered thinking for the, himself yet. Like no critical thinking at all. And Braytac's kind of like, part of my job is to teach critical thinking skills. <laughs> Here's an introduction. Although it's not actually, it's not actually in the manual, the critical thinking skills. Uh, I'm right, sort of right. adding on to it because these are false gods, et cetera. And uh, he's gone off book. He'd definitely probably be fired in Florida as a teacher. <laughs> Wait, yeah, off book. There is no book. There are no more books there, <laughs> except the Bible. Well, back at base. Well, not much happens between this flashback and the next, except for Daniel is hopping on the train and but he's trying to try to be rational he's trying to rationalize with teal but it's but it's still it's still the focus of you just couldn't have been faking the whole time that just doesn't make any sense like yeah, <laughs> like they're just yeah. totally focusing on like that whole time no way I know. i'm like could you guys like daniel jackson you supposedly are a smart guy like why don't you come up with i don't know another angle yeah <laughs> You have very limited time. And so far that angle does not work. I think you've been trying it for like a month. So I'm telling you, it's all about the best friend game. This episode, yeah. the, the, that's the soul. <laughs> that's what they're all actually worried about. <laughs> Before he dies, we need to know. We need to know the answer to this question. <laughs> but, you know, McNeil's confidently like, listen, I declared it. He didn't say no. I think we're done here. Like, yeah, this is yeah. pathetic. Honestly, Daniel, this is pathetic. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, Daniel doesn't care if one calls him pathetic. <laughs> That's true. And the one and the one and the one thing that happens before we go into the next flashback is uh, Teal'c. He's like, do not test my temper, woman. Flashback. Right. And Daniel Jackson has a very friend's reaction to being called woman, which is, <laughs> ew, 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 nah. Yuck. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of friends, and that is exactly God, they freak out a lot on that show. Do they? they, they just yeah. Six people freaking out. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, a whole thing goes where we like see this flashback where he is like kind of mildly arguing with his his wife, and yeah. then we see Sam and Frage conferring over the situation, kind of kind of debating what they're what they're doing all this happens sam goes back over to where teal mcneil and dj are and all of this has happened and daniel jackson's like he just called me woman <laughs> jesus christ he, yeah. like he, he brings he it up one. like five times i know it's like, fucking amazing. <laughs> like you, you can see his face like it really affected him <laughs> I, I just he's like what are you talking about like i don't even have like I, the longish hair I, anymore <laughs> no it's it's amazing Ugh, well i mean the reason a... he says yeah the reason reason tilk says it because he's he's back in there he's back with his wife right mm -hmm. uh who's he's yelling at he's yelling woman at all the time probably and uh man i don't know see this also could be Dreyok, she's been drinking the apophis sauce holy shit oh yeah and also no help there. I don't know. I liked Dreyak when it was the first actress who um, mm -hmm. played her, the one who then was on Eureka. But I I don't super love this one. So I'm always like, eh. I'm like, that's not Dreyak. I won't <laughs> let it go. <laughs> 
Well, and, the, and well, and this was and this was weird. This would put into context like the last episode that she was on, where it's like she she didn't seem to be much into the into the cult mindset then. I mean, kind of in terms of surviving, but like this, like she is like full in. Mm-hmm. You know, she was not a variable in getting Tilk to turn. <laughs> no actually yeah she's like um she's like how about you turn in braytac so that we don't get fucking killed like we're already on shulak i do not want to know where we get exile 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 planet (laughs) like taking a look around look at this place shulak sucks oh maybe abydos abydos also doesn't seem great yeah no no abydos is in the sand um yeah not a lot of water uh, well, and, and this was this was really weird. I, she was like, you know, yeah, they have to be gods. What about that palm gun? Yeah. Like, how how does he do that? And so it's like, I don't know. You know, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I don't have to have all the answers. You don't have all the fucking answers either. So there. But riding the line between like having like people living in like this ancient sort of way, you know, not knowing about technology. Meanwhile, the Jafar shooting laser guns and flying in spaceships like that a palm gun would freak him out and all right and then all of the i feel like we've talked about that before too it doesn't make sense and then all of the jaffa speak as if they're like in a 1960s robin hood movie (laughs) hark (laughs) my my lord (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know you're right absolutely shock free yeah, they should definitely be able to look at that and be like, you know, that's probably just more that technology. Just like, yeah, that seems like more technology. Everything yeah. that seems like a miracle is technology so far. So, well, uh, yeah, she wants him to portray Braytac and all that stuff. And then she's like, then they kiss. And I'm just, I was just like, this was the actress's last time on Stargate. So I'm like, all right, well, so there's the actor. She's like, I think we need to make a, we need to make out and fade to black in this scene. For like, well, yeah, like apparently, 15 seconds. like her, her solution is to comfort him. She's like, he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And she's like, all right, well, I'll just like, I don't know. Fuck your dilemma out of you. Yeah, she, <laughs> I'm telling, I'm telling, she was just like, yeah, just can I, could, you know, this is my last time with Chris judge. Yeah, we just oh, make out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes, that makes sense. Because it's, right. it's really hot and heavy and like, 10 seconds. It's like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. And he wakes up again and Sam's the only one there. Everybody else went to take a break. And so it's just Sam and Fraze Sam's in turn. the room. So it seems like really possible that they're going to, they, maybe they would let him go, but he begs Sam and he begs and he's like, don't you believe in a God? And she's like, Oh, that's different. And I'm like, is it? You sound like a lot of right wing fundamentalist weirdos who think everyone should have freedom of religion as long as they're not Muslim, but keep going. Um, oh, t- yeah. Tilk's all about that. Really. He's, he's basically just like religious oppression. You know, I mean, <laughs> is is he wrong? Because Sam is basically like, I mean, she basically implies, yeah, I believe in God. Uh, I mean, a little bit. No, no, no. Because she's like, you know, don't you have faith in a God? And she's like, well, that's different. Yeah, yeah. It's not the same. That's an implied yes. And he's like, well, how would you feel if, you know, if you were put in this situation because of your faith? And she's like, well, but my God's not false, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, okay, Jan. Like, what? Well, Isn't that why everyone's having wars about religion? Because everyone wait, fucking a, thinks what that. What are talking about, Sarah? This is a fantasy land. No one, no one's fighting with God on their side. 
That's right. In the real world. Wait, what? What? Uh, well, you know, Dr. Frazier's, her guide is science and the Hippocratic Oath. Because she's yeah. like, no, I, man, what a boss. Like, she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to resign after this because this is bullshit. Uh, I'm going to resign. If this gets too far, I'm resigning. I'm going to resign before he dies. Fuck it. But she's she's not going to because that would be even worse. Like he had, if she if he she'd done that in the end he had died. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she does stick around, but she's like fucking pissed. Oh yeah, love it. Yeah, and I feel like she comes off pretty great. I mean, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like they're making well. a really weird big decision for Teal, and they did it with very little fucking discussion. <laughs> Like Braytech ripped the symbiote out and then they decided what to do without putting it back in and Ooh, discussing yeah, that took it. A, that did take a while. Yeah. So they discussed it for like five fucking seconds, I feel like. And, <laughs> and then he went and took a nap. <laughs> right. And Dr. Frazier was like, I wasn't even in the room when you decided this. I, <laughs> Idiots. So, all right. What, yeah, while, while Tilk's screaming religious oppression, he, he, he gets thrown into another flashback. Yeah, with Velour again. Velour <laughs> is in fucking trouble. Um, and it's real convenient. You're like, ooh, is Tilk? Tilk is being real weird about it. He's like, when you go to a friend and you're like, listen, I'm in trouble. Will you stand up for me? And they're like, mm, maybe. <laughs> you did it. You did it. You're, f- I don't know. I don't know. Fuck off. Yeah, it, it really was that he's like, mm, we'll talk later. Well, yeah, 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 they they were fighting Ra's army, and uh, Valour made them all run away like a bunch of beta males. Well, he <laughs> and Teal'c is yeah, those cucks, he basically he pulled a Teal'c's dad, actually. Uh, exactly the exact same yeah. thing. Yeah, and so I don't know why Teal'c acted like such a fuckface to him. Well, I don't. Well, yeah, but I think you're. He does sort of play both sides because he's like, well, we'll yeah. talk later. Uh, I can't promise anything. Well, yeah, well, and well, because, yeah, he gets to go into the meeting with Apophis with Braytac for what I guess because he's his apprentice. He does go in, end up, and he, I, he's like, he's, you know what, though? He tries his best. He's like, oh, no, it's so funny because he doesn't say he, this was a definite plan. He goes, but what if it's a really cunning plan? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> and he plans to go back and they'll think he ran away. And so they'll be super duper surprised. And uh, Apophis, like, uh, would you have done it? And he's like, mm, no. Yeah, yeah. Some of that yeah. strategize, strategizing, my lord. Strategies. And uh, yeah, but all right. And so I'm thinking, oh, yeah, he's not a great friend because now he's tasked with uh, killing Valour oh, at yeah. the site of his shame. Apop knows what he's doing. Apop knows. He's like, yeah, yeah this is going to be great. Yeah, he's the fucking like <laughs> actual gangster <laughs> i was not expecting you to say gangster <laughs> sociopath <laughs> cult leader it's a gangster eh? yeah, see, they, they got like a code of conduct yeah prove it kill him <laughs> feels very gangster no yeah, yeah uh oh man well yeah you know so they Tilk takes Valour in handcuffs. They ring over to the battle site, which looks really cool, I think, um, mm. so, uh, by the by. And, oh, man. You know, Valour's going to die with at least some honor and integrity. Right. Yeah, he's pulled his shit together. He's ready. He's like, all right. He's like, and he's nice. He's, he's nice. He's like, listen, don't feel bad. It's my fucking fault. 
I should already be dead. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, don't let this, don't let, don't let this weigh on you, bestie. Uh, <laughs> now shoot me point blank underneath the chin with your fucking laser gun. <laughs> Jesus. No, I won't even like turn around. And then Tilk puts his little staff away and he pulls out a knife and he's like, oh, shit. Oh, oh, I, that's much worse. Wait a second. <laughs> no, that's way worse. God damn. That's a small knife. He's going to stab me a thousand times. Several to death. times. And uh, but he doesn't. He's like, get up. And then he un, un he like apparently he's not like chained. He's like leathered. His hands are loosely tied with like basically ceremonial. It's like leather. hem tape. Like it's nothing. Yeah. He's not really tied up. He's just like, I know we all have to act like I'm tied up or it's going to be a big problem. It's part of the death ceremony. Got it. Got it. Got it. But um, he's like, hey, there's a village. Go there. I, I and mean, he looks around like, really? <laughs> this place is blasted. <laughs> I know. But he is, it turns out he's like a pretty good friend. And this is his big opportunity to find out if Apop is really a god because Valour's like, but he's going to know that you didn't do it. He's like, we'll see. Ooh, I didn't think about that. He's willing to stake his life on this guy not being a god. Mm-hmm. Valar, after he heads off, uh, Tilks. Well, th- there's some rando, like still alive, who's watched the whole thing. Oh, and I was gonna say, how come Apop didn't want to kill Valur the same way? I guess because he's not prime, oh. he's not worthy of being killed by Apop. Never mind. Moving on. Yeah, there's a guy who witnessed the whole fucking thing, still alive. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, Tilk. Uh, in my mind, I was like, well, Tilk's going to have to kill him. Yeah. Which I'm like. Because it'll destroy my test. Right. Like, and he also, might just say I will it. get fucking killed. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and also he needs to grab little baby Gouldy for subterfuge. Right. Okay. Which is weird because obviously he could have grabbed any Gouldy. I guess it needed to still be a little bit alive, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So. Um, three, three birds and three Gouldies and one stone. Uh well yeah yeah uh Tilk rings back shows the baby Gouldy Apophis is like you you have promised Tilk this is great and again man great face I know from Chris Judge oh this is a big moment and it totally looks like it like he kind of expected this to happen but it's like when you think something's gonna happen but then it happens and you're still super shook you're like what yeah it's like a huge surge of pride happens but then and then immediately turns into like shit he doesn't know right and, and, yeah. and then all the stuff comes back and all that happens in like three seconds it's 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 yeah. it's really yeah. good it's really great and then we're back on the mountain oh my daddy back in the present daddy this this is fucked up i mean but not fucked up but fucked up well listen it's not just daddy this isn't the first time in the episode it's like everyone's very pro euthanasia um i'm like does teal like have a dnr like <laughs> Does he have a living will? Like everyone's just decided, I'm not going to let him live like this. I'm not going to let him live like this. I'm not going to let him live like this. I'm like, okay, um, good for you on deciding that. Yeah, because daddy's like going on about how here's the thing. Here's the actual if, plan. If he lives, he is going to be in solitary confinement for four to five years until his symbiote dies. And then he's going to die a fucking painful death. And that all fucking sucks. So I would rather he die here. Oh, well, oh, oh, tell me if I'm wrong, but okay. like Hammond got orders basically that like, we're not going, no, no one's going to kill him. We're going to just put the Goldie back in him at some point before he dies. Because we, now that he's, you know, not working for you, we're, we're going to 
start our entire we want to dissect him at Mayborn's old stomping grounds. Like that's a plan that was told to Hammond. Okay. Yeah. Maybe somebody did tell that plan to daddy because they didn't, they were like, we're really going to dissect him. But like, I don't know if you know, but Hammond's walking around calling himself daddy. He like thinks these people are his fucking kids. So we're just going to tell him that we're going to keep him in solitary because otherwise we're never getting him. But regard regardless, Hammond, he's he's not going to follow those, the, that, those orders anyway, though. He's, he's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. We get another scene, flashback scene with Teal'c and his wife. And he's talking about how he burned an entire village to the ground um, of Ra's followers. And I'm thinking, holy shit, before he found out Apop wasn't a god, he built, he burned a whole village to the ground. He has to live with that now. And then we find out it was after he knew that Apop wasn't a god. He did it anyway. And Valor was there. The lure was there at that. It was the exact same village. And so he's wrestling with like, um, I mean, cowardice. Never something I never thought I'd see Teal'c wrestle with. Right. Like the moral implications of fearing for your own life and therefore murdering like that, a thousand other people. Well, it doesn't help that his wife is like, oh, that's great, honey. That's so I know his, great. Oh, oh. I know. she misses the whole vibe of like his confession. She's like, congratulations. Okay. I'm going to make you a special dinner. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to go get some more. Yeah. I'm going to go get some champagne, $50 minimum on the bottle. Like, great. Did you get a thumbs up at work? Like a bonus? <laughs> and also, yeah, no, you know, uh, I got a little, I got a little Benedict Arnold in my belly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Ryak's <laughs> cooking. She's like, yeah, by the way, like I'm, you know, this is what's interesting to me is it is weird that Teal'c abandons his family. This, <laughs> Yes. Yes, it is. Although maybe he's just like, I can't be around any of that shit anymore. She, she's still like, <laughs> yeah, she's in like, the listen, sauce. I left Scientology. She stayed in Scientology. My little shit of a kid is a Scientologist. They both think I'm NSP. And I just, what are you going to do? I'm going to gracefully Nicole Kidman my way out of this bullshit. Yeah. I'll send him money occasionally, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so she ends up, she ends up telling him, she's like, listen, this is the best life we can hope for. And I'm just like, it really hits you, right? Like that the Jaffa are enslaved people. Mm -hmm. And that hits you multiple times in this episode. But what's in, what's weird to me is this is an entire race of enslaved people, the Jaffa. And it's surprising there's not more doubt or discontent, you know, amongst everyone. That they're just like, oh, whoop, whoop, whoop. I guess I'm, I guess I'm a slave. Cool, 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 cool. Um, we just make the best of it. If it seems like just by nature, there would be more Jaffa who would be like, I have questions. You know, there's people raised in cults all the time that grow up to be like, this is bullshit. Right. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, it does happen. They have a whole word for it. Shulva. Yeah. That's and, true. but yeah, I, I suppose it's probably got to be difficult to be like, to question something like that when, you literally physiologically are like mm. in essence built in a certain way. You've been yeah. genetically built into a certain way where like you have a pouch for a purpose and it's that. 
And it's like, damn, that'd be really hard to be like, no. This show is body horror every single episode. <laughs> that is so fucking like human centipede level fucking freaky, creepy shit. Well, I don't know about that far. <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, we go from this flashback straight to another one where uh, we go back to the snowy planet where <laughs> Braytax Tai Chi and Teal Quickies. I don't know if he's, he's barely he up like a barreling. yeah, he's running up like a kid on in the family circus comic. This is a, I'm the new prime. I'm the new prime, Braytech. I'm the new prime. Yay, why aren't you excited? I win. I'm the new prime. I'm the new prime. This is the happiest I'm ever gonna act in my whole fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> this is the most emoting you'll ever see. Well, Braytech's like, don't give me any of that stupid shit. Yeah. Like you you know too much at this point to be that excited that's right and he does until until it does sort of go like uh i wasn't yeah. he was like i wasn't trying to think of that i was trying to be happy in this little happy moment for a second I, i'm living two worlds right now and uh and this and then this is weird uh, this is a really interesting scene where it's like Tilk's like well okay fine you haven't taught me but like what what if what, what do we do what have you been doing and he's like well you can only serve the revolution is not a revolution yet. This <laughs> we have to mm -hmm. justice. We have to do our small part for justice within the system itself. Right. And that's right. all as far see as I can done. like see if without getting in trouble, how far you can persuade a pop to not murder fucking people. And that, and what, and that made me think what you were saying was like, how long what Braytac, when did he finally like jump ship? Cause he's still yeah. there. Yeah. Like when, when is his cover blown? I did. Did we see it in an episode and I forgot, or is it not blown at all? And Teal'c just happens to know, but then Teal'c didn't tell Apop while he was on his ship. Oh, it doesn't matter. Apop's dead. It has. Babe. He has to have jumped ship. And I, I uh, shit. Hey, listeners, you know, we we've we've thrown Braytac the memories of Braytac episodes out. So let us know what's up. <laughs> Criticalwateringhole at gmail .com. Yeah, throw it, yeah, throw it deep into the hole. No, I yeah, cause I think he was still working. He was still working Joe in like the first episode we saw him at least. And then something happened. But I could be wrong. But anyway, but yeah, but this is but it, it is kind of, it is fucking sad. He's like, you do what you can. It's not pot revolution is not possible yet. Uh you just Womp womp. My day sucks now. It was the best day now. It's hmm. <laughs> rain on my parade yeah so we go back to the mountain and then we have a braytac versus frage face off about whether or not we're gonna let teal die oh. and uh it's it's pretty heated frage again amazing but uh daddy pops onto the microphone daddy won't even go into that candle at fucking room he won't he pops he acts like he wears gasoline for fucking cologne and he can't get near all those flames he's like mm -mm, no thanks <laughs> He says, absolutely not when he's asked, but he gets on that microphone and he's like, Braytac wins. Shut up. It's Braytac. We're doing what Braytac said. Mm. And Frazier's like, Ugh. <clears throat> yeah, it's all about the pain. Got to have that pain. So Teal and Teal fucking like flatlines finally. And so Braytac's uh, medical training says to grab him by the fucking face and scream <laughs> into him now that he's dead. Scream. At him over and over again now that he's dead and Frazier's finally like listen motherfucker 
I'm going to use these human medical interventions now. And she like puts the symbiote back in and she starts doing the defibrillator on him. Meanwhile, Braytac is like, that's stupid. I'm just going to scream into his face some more, even though he's dead now. Choose, choose, choose. Now look, now look. <laughs> no, the, the funny part about this is that Tilk, Braytac's not in the room when he first flatlined. Tilk flatlines and then everyone's like, oh, I guess it's time. Call, get oh, Bra- yeah, you're right. Braytac gets off from his nap and is like running down the fucking hallway. <laughs> like, dude, like what is, uh, you, you, you haven't been, what the fuck, man? Set an alarm. This is the third time you've done this. You <laughs> yeah. should have some idea about how long it's going to take. And I assume because you said Tilk is stronger than the average Jaffa, it took him a little bit longer. So you should probably have been here at least 35 minutes ago. I don't know. But yeah, so he's flatlining for a long fucking time. Well, it's good because now we get plenty of time to flash back to season one, episode one. Yep. yep. Uh, His brain's still working. Is awesome. Yeah. There's no oxygen getting in, but that brain is still firing like a motherfucker. Is that what happens? I don't remember. Uh, yeah. You know, life flashes before your eyes. That's the whole point of this whole thing. After you stop breathing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After your heart stops beating? Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's been happening for two hours or something for Teal'c, but mm. uh, he goes straight to season one, episode one. And we ha- we get this little scene where Braytac's there as well. He wasn't there. It's an extra scene. I guess yeah, Braytac's been yeah. demoted. He's not the prime anymore, but he's still working. Mm. Oh, right, right, right. Because Tilk's the prime now. Tilk's the prime. He's like, look at these Tauri. You know, yeah. I don't. I, I'm. I don't, I'm not thinking much of them. But you know, they're they're not much. Fucking this quick little scene of like O'Neill just like. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, they have stupid weapons, but maybe scary weapons. I don't know. Uh, they're all right. He gave me this watch. It's pretty sweet. I think I think it was a little powerful. You know, Braytax and they're choose, choose. And they go to the moment in the series where where Teal chooses. chooses. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, re- I really I really like that moment, especially O'Neill's like, like, yeah, very passionate. He's like, I can help these people. Help me help them. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. and o- O'Neill, it goes from like, you know, passionate soldier O'Neill to like, and then it's a great face to befuddled McNeil face. Nice. He's like, uh huh, you gonna do it? <laughs> and then that's when Tilk's like, that guy. Oh, I believe that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy has a Casio. I don't even know what the fuck this is. Yeah, that, yeah, I, I, that moment in the episode was really good. I really liked it and I liked that they brought it back up. Well, then um, this causes his eyes to pop open. Although I guess he's still, his heart's not beating and he's not breathing. Or maybe I guess he's been revived by Frazier too. It's been helpful. So maybe it was, it was a duble. It was a team up. Like it was both the interventions. Yeah, and he, yeah. Says, he says, I choose freedom. And then he says, you're my friend and you're my friend and you're my friend. And uh, Wait, <laughs> McNeil, McNeil says, well, what about? And he's like, Apophis is a dead false god. And yeah. McNeil goes, it's good enough for me. Yeah. Let's untie him. You could tell by the intonation of his voice, you know, he was like, okay, but listen, he's not even untied yet. And he's like, I'd like to uh, rejoin SG one. And daddy's like, "Uh, absolutely. Let's get you on a mission. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you guys for real? Like not even 24 hours waiting in observation. Like he has told you multiple times, increasingly with more being more convincing each time. That he's like all better now. So I thought it was like, okay, and daddy's like, permission granted, join, yeah. rejoin SG1. And I'm like, is returning to SG1 even on the fucking table for this guy? Ooh. 
especially like right away. And like, they doesn't, they don't even have Frasier clear him. Like Frasier's medical expertise gets so like sidelined this episode, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like completely ignored. Wow. Well, what had to have happened is that the gang saw the sweet, uh, Uber tilk montage. It was like, uh, done, 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 Okay. And they were like, great editing. He's been with us a lot. He's back. All right. Let's go. All right. Well, sweet. It's not, it's not a season long arc. Thank God. Oh, Jesus. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. He's back. Comforted? Uh, Yes, I was. It was awesome to see Tilk's backstory, Mm. unironically. I enjoyed doing that and just learning a little bit more. And the, you know, and all the best friend talk going back and forth. It's captivating. So, uh, yeah, I was comforted by this episode. What about you, Sarah? Were you comforted? Despite being happy anytime Tilk gets the episode and um, despite enjoying knowing more about his backstory. No, not really. And I guess it's just like, don't like Bray Tack and I don't like what's her fucking name. What's her name? His Eric? wife. Air. Airrack? I don't know. Dryack or Dreyack? Dry oh, that's why I thought. I was thinking like air drying rack. Air drying so, rack. Perfect. Like a lot, like you put your laundry on, and her name is Dryack. Sort of sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't too far off, but not really. No. Mm. Not okay. this time. All right. What about, uh, you know, throughout the episode? You know, did you find a yeah anywhere? Someone you want to be? A nah, you don't want to be them? And meh, lateral move? Sure, sure, sure. I think I'd like to be Dr. Frazier. Um, she saves his life in the end and she does like, I don't know. I feel like it's a super good episode for her. Like I like her lines. She doesn't have to say, I can't find anything physically wrong with anybody. She has like strong conviction that's well conveyed without being a fucking asshole to everybody or like judging them like overtly. She's just pissed at the situation. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she just keeps it profesh no matter what. Um, I put for my nay Braytac cause fucking can't stand him. But then I <laughs> amended it. I amended it to, um, no, I'm going to keep it Braytac. I don't want to be Braytac. Okay. <laughs> and my, I'm going to, my meh is going to be Dr. Dipshit there. Oh, like, but Dr. I totally, McKenzie. I totally deprogrammed him because the thing is he sucks at his job. But I believe he is um, in the Air Force. So he did a real shitty job here. But I think all that happens is he's just going to get transferred to do something else. Like, that's it. Like, probably move, (laughs) maybe move somewhere better. Maybe get an overseas assignment. So, you know, that mediocrity is no big deal. And, and nobody ever calls him on it. There's never a discussion later of like, I thought you said he was better. And they, they don't bring him back. They don't bring him back to help at all. So he's like, he's like, I don't know. He doesn't even know it didn't work. He's like, guess that worked. I'm going to go eat my sandwich. Should we d- call in Dr. McKenzie? No, 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 don't call him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How about you? Uh, yeah, uh, my, my, yeah, it was Braytech <laughs> because he fucking did it again. 
Did it save the day, VIP status. And he did it all by mostly fucking sleeping. By mostly saying you guys do it. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, and then my net, well, this is funny. Uh, I have written down Valar, I guess. Mm. But then I, I going through my notes, I saw a quick net note that I'd put earlier that I'd forgotten about. So my actual net is the two dudes that tilk motherfucking WrestleManias in the beginning of the episode as he's trying to get away. I don't know if you remember that, <laughs> but like he That's fucking a- slams a dude into the wall and then fucking lateral like arm this other guy they get fucked up Ooh, like with the full force of his weight behind it it was awesome (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they're going to be so stoked they have to work there and they have to like watch him like be like i'm on sg1 again (laughs) i'm one of the most important four people in this whole mountain and then my met is junior little gouldy uh you know it's probably you know probably very traumatic for him uh, being in that back to tank, you know, just like sitting there and watching, being like, are you guys fucking insane? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, at least you got to go back into Teal's warm, comfy pouch at the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, Teal's warm, comfy pouch. Yeah. Is, ugh, gross. So his yeah, button. That, cool. <laughs> that string of words made me feel so un- oh, <laughs> <wait>. <laughs> uncomfortable. Yuck. <laughs> um, weird. <laughs> uh, Tori found something worse to say than moist. Sorry, I did it. He looks warm, it. comfy pouch. I mean that. I mean that's that. That's a big deal, right? That's a big deal. <laughs> big deal. I feel like though. I think we're as a society done like complaining about the word moist. And yeah, that's you can, like that's you, played out. You can talk about cupcakes again, or like I don't know. You know, I've like I, a, I've actually noticed that <laughs> in yeah. like the past few days. Yeah, it just like it hit. It's like it hit its crest of like okay too many people are saying it shut up it's not interesting your personality isn't that you hate the word moist <laughs> or maybe it is but that is a problem for you now it's that's no good yeah um all right well uh well f- folks that's the end of this episode uh flashback episode of, of not the podcast don't go anywhere oh yeah no 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 uh we're still we're still here we're we're not we're not getting up um, it hurts to get up sometimes. And, and <laughs> so we're going to stay gonna here. Do. Here's what we're actually going to do. We're going to tell you about what we're going to be talking about next week, which are two weeks from now, whatever happens. I don't know. Yeah. Um, season five, episode three, Ascension. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, let's see what Claudio has to say. While exploring a destructed planet, the SG-1 finds a strange device that might be a weapon. Out of the blue, Sam faints, and the team returns to the SGC. General Hammond gives a leave to Sam to recover. Oh, so that's not really a furlough. However, Sam finds that an alien entity has followed her back home and communicates only with her. Jesus. When she reports, When she reports to the SGC, her house is bugged, but nobody finds any evidence of the alien form, and her colleagues believe she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile... Meanwhile, the being takes a human form of a man called Orlin to better contact her, and he falls in love with her. He also discloses how dangerous the device is, but the Pentagon does not believe in her. God, that mom, man, I'm sure I'm sure being stalked by some random alien guy is bad, but to have the Pentagon not believe you as well, that's just (laughs) fucked. Thanks, Claudio. Come try a come. Oh, come try a. 
Yeah. You know what? You should come try it. Hmm. Paying for this podcast. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, where, Sarah? Where? Uh, Patreon. Ooh, we got Patreon. We got Patreon. Yes. And currently, currently, we only have a five dollar um a month tier. You're going to have access to fun polls that you can take for each episode as it comes out. We are one of which is about what our first bonus episode should be. We've been wanting to do bonus episodes for a long time, but like why and for where? And we think we're going to do some like <laughs> season recaps where like, why are you we'll doing this? It... Where are you? Where, where are you doing this? Why? <laughs> we'll put it why? on the bonus. <laughs> some shit we'll put on the bonus feed first. And then put in the regular feed and stuff that just stays bonus feed. So, um, but mostly just, I mean, the bonus content is that it's a bonus. But what really needs to happen is Tori needs to buy a new computer so we can keep making this podcast. Well, yeah, you know, there's always, there's, yeah, there's, there's costs associated with this, you know, it's not yeah. too much, but uh, yeah, some uh, more reliable, consistent gear uh, would help us keep this thing rocking into the future. So, and and uh, so please, uh, yeah, go just check the Patreon out, uh, see if it's uh, a good fit for you. Um, I'm sure it will be. Uh, and yeah, yeah, you know, stay comforted with us, comfort us more uh, with your presence and maybe a, some, a, little bit, a little bit of money. Um, well, sweet. All right, well, come try it. Come try it, folks. Thanks for sticking around through Come Try It because now it is time for our final segment get to know your host with tori and sarah and this week we're going back to the original deck we used the couples talking points mm. therapy card conversations with purpose mm -hmm. just a reminder tori and i are not a couple mm -hmm. so sometimes these questions are weird mm -hmm. tori are you ready for this week's question yeah we are still on category green green which has been the weirdest category a little weird all right <laughs> <laughs> Tori. Yeah. What do you enjoy most in the bedroom? Ooh. <laughs> in the bedroom? I'll go for, I'll go first for once. Oh, okay. Sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sleep is pretty nice. Although apparently sometimes apparently sleep is horrible for me at some points. I don't know. Oh, well, no. me too. That's why I enjoy it the most when it's happening. And I don't have to like walk down to the couch downstairs. It's uncomfortable and fall asleep in a weird place. Oh, no. What I'm saying is like maybe sleep itself is the thing that fucks me up. You know what I'm uh, saying? Like in yeah. enter like a horrible land. Maybe I just need to be up and at them all times at all, at all hours of the day. Sleep has been yeah. fucking nothing but horrible for me. <laughs> no, no. I, when an actual good night's sleep, that's all right. Well, I'll just say this, that obviously this question wants to know, what do you like sexually? But for some reason, couldn't come out and ask it. Like it's a couple's therapy card, but it's got to be coy about Yeah, sex. that's on you card. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I'm not going to tell you because maybe what I like about it is if it's not in my fucking bedroom. Take that. Yeah, yeah. Bedroom sex. What the fuck are you talking? We get yeah. at? I'm not 85 yet. Is this Amish cards? Like <laughs> Amish couples? Like You know what I enjoy most in the bedroom, Tori? Hmm. Mostly clothed missionary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't forget the sheet with a hole in it, right? That's right. Uh, uh, in the complete darkness. 
Yeah. Yep. I actually like, like sideline, but only with like a cardboard box in between us with a hole cut in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Cards for couples. Um, yeah. Oh, before we go. Yeah. Um, uh, friendly hello to all of our friends and Hey, uh, a hello to our newer friend, Scott. If Scott has made it here to this episode, I don't know if Scott started at the beginning or Scott, Scott has Scott, let's call him Scott has started, uh, here at the new ones, but I just wanted to say, Hey, cool. Thanks for listening, Scott. Mm. You're probably the only person in real life who I have told about this podcast, who's actually fucking gone and listened to it and then reported back. Awesome. Funny. Love it. Thanks, Scott. Great. That's all. See, see, folks, that's what we want here. We want some nice, we want to have nice connections with people, you know, in real life, digitally, you know, we Mm want to be a place of comfort for you. So thanks for listening uh, for this episode and listen to other episodes as our website. Man, I can't talk either all of a sudden. Well, I just want to say that Scott is also a very comforting in-person person. person. Delightful. Um, Well, that's what we're all about. So please listen to more episodes at our website, the7symbol.com, as well as any podcatcher services. We're on uh, most of them, I believe. So, uh, yeah, keep on listening. And I think it's time we say this. Hey, thanks for joining us today on SG Fun. We know that when it comes to Stargate podcasts, you have a lot of Stargate podcasts to choose from. It's quite a bit. Thank you for choosing this one. Although, you know, listen to all of them. You know, we're, we're all friends here. We should be all friends. We, we're all yeah. part of a community, you know. Yeah. Um, Francisco said that you can't have enough Stargate SG1. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just so we're I, dropping I, the I bet that's true. Yeah. But, but yeah, thanks for uh, including us in your in your Stargate fandoms. And Hey, uh, and and a good big thanks to those um two Stargate podcasts who started around the same time we did who actually did a paid promo on another podcast. <laughs> I was going to do that and then two freaking weeks in a row, two other new Stargate podcasts did it. So I was like, I feel weird doing it now. And I'm sure that we got traffic from your each $200. Thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate you. Yeah. Hey, and also, um, thanks for fucking listening to a, a couple of like boobs who are like, what the fuck is Stargate? I guess let's watch it. I vaguely remember it. I've never seen it. Let's talk about it. And uh, God, Stargate people are nice as shit. I don't know. To be perfectly honest, I think that lends more credence to a, a more interesting facet than I originally gave credit for. Because Stargate fans have been Stargate fans for a while, most of them. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be nice for some of them to be like, ooh, fresh ears. Fresh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fresh, fresh thoughts. Oh, kind of like when you see a YouTube video of an adult who just watched Star Wars for the first time. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? It's hilarious. Yeah, think of this as just a very, very, very long React video. <laughs> like for real. <laughs> it's by bit. It's kind of true. It's kind of true. All right. All right. Well, uh, I've been comforted. Me too. Let's get, been very let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. GTFO. Okay. Uh, Holy Hannah. Holy Hannah. Bye. See ya.
There's nothing physically wrong with them, or at least nothing I can find. 